Sorg, because right now we're live on episode... Welcome to the Free Ramble, guys. We are on episode... Hey, uh, since Kathy's not here, uh, that's your job, Erica, what? is to figure out what episode we're on. I don't know. You've got to figure out what episode we're on. That's your job this time, since Kathy's not here. Uh, if you notice, guys, Kathy and John are not here today. Um, they, John has something he had to take care of. And Kathy is, of course, at ReaperCon, where, if you hadn't seen, she's already won, uh, what, one gold medal for a miniature she painted? Which is super, super cool. Um, other than that, we are going to try to get things started. Um, up in the upper left-hand corner, you can see we have two people in there at one time. They're kind of crazy. we got to be careful when we talk to them. Um, as our special <laughs> guests today, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. I'm Alicia. And I'm Greg. We're yeah. from Dust USA. Um, and as I promised, we would have Dust people on today. Uh, and so we're going to be on there talking about some Dust things. But before we do that, we're on a pre-ramble. Um, going to take a little bit for everything to get going. Um, so guys, did y'all do anything interesting this week? Because I did see something on your Facebook page. Did your you personal know? ones. Which I think yeah. is really, 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 really cool. <laughs> filtering down um <laughs> we, we post way too much what did we do uh, no 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 y'all won't post way too much I, i'm gonna tell y'all y'all are my favorite married couple to have on my facebook stream because y'all post some of the funniest stuff and y'all seem like y'all have a lot of fun so you can't you? be you guys are incredibly entertaining <laughs> I'm honestly not trying to be i just i just need proof of my life so. yes <laughs> it's it started so for the whole story of personal life, um, I'm obviously an immigrant in the U.S. Uh, I came from France, and the procedure for my green card following a fiancé visa that we did uh, was pretty epic. And the whole immigration process was not at all easy. Uh, and at a point, we received some letters from the government telling us that they were not believing us on the reality of our marriage. Even though we've been married for three years. <clears throat> and so it, it has been a kind of a fight. <laughs> but the, the main weapon that we had was our Facebook. And we basically f scanned and copied absolutely everything that we did on Facebook for the previous three years together uh, and even before. Uh, and it was, <laughs> it, was, um, it was a bloody mess. Because really, we post we post a lot, so it ended up being four hundred pages worth of Facebook posts and pictures. Uh, plus, it was a Staples paper box. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> plus, it was a sixty-seven uh, affidavit from people knowing us and having seen us on conventions, on uh, on dinners, on on vacation together. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, we took the habit of posting everything on Facebook like that because uh, obviously my green card lasts ten years. So in seven years now, we're going to have to do it again. And this time we will have 3,000 pages. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, we started posting a lot because of that. And then we kept the habit of doing it because, well, because. And then I just got worse. Yeah. And then because, yeah, we have a fun life, to be honest. Uh, on a personal level, I mean, we, obviously we have faced a lot of changes, a lot of, uh, we had to adapt and adjust to a lot of things. And we have three kids that are fantastic. I mean, crazy fantastic, uh, crazy and fantastic, uh, and really, it's it, it's an adventure. So, so yeah, we we share it with our friends, uh, and 
acquaintances uh, because it's it's fun. So we laugh a lot. So. Facebook is my therapy event. Unfortunately, my page is getting more and more public, so I might have to think about a professional page <laughs> because Greg's getting really mad that I'm accepting all these miniature painters on my page who don't know me from anyone. And I keep thinking they're dust players and they're like, hey, are you single? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm getting educated in, in who I should accept and who I shouldn't accept. And I'm, I'm not offended by people asking, but I'm just kind of shocked because I thought that they were asking for other reasons, you know, just because they actually noticed I was part of the company. But no. <laughs> so anyway, um, this week uh, on Friday, we did a dust demo at... Um, a specific uh, board game demo day over at the uh, Toledo game room. And we were there from about 11 to six uh, doing demos all day long. And it was super fun. Um, we had some help. Oh, we had a blast and we had some help from the local Patriots. Um, the, the main one was Brendan mm -hmm. who really helped us during the whole day. So it's a day it starts at 11. They end up at midnight, uh, the closing of the shop and they demo board games all day for free. So the guy was there demoing dust. He had four tables of dust that he manned by himself during the whole day. And we were helping him doing demos because at a point it was really crowded. I mean, even Alicia had to do a demo at a point, which she, yes, she was I like, was no, no, I'm trying to, she was trying to dodge it as much as she could. <laughs> and she finally had to do it because really the crowd is, the, the, the store is massive. So, yeah. so the crowd was really, really big. And yeah, the, the guy was awesome, really. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Brendan. It's like if you're listening. Oh, yeah. Brendan's because awesome, really, it's like... It's like a giant Chuck E. Cheese. Like, but when, back when Chuck E. Cheese was cool. You know, when we were kids. I don't know if that skews your, your memory of Chuck E. Cheese is when you're a kid and it's like Mecca. But you get tickets for demoing the game. So the people demoing get a ticket. Mm. And then the people who had the demo, they get a ticket. And then they get um, taken for a raffle. And that happens every hour for some free games. So... I mean, it's like the perfect setup, and it's it's really supportive, and it's it's really entertaining. And there's just children running everywhere, <laughs> all over the place, and playing. And I think my daughter played Dino Race at least twelve Seven, times. Seventeen times, yeah. And she has, <laughs> she loves that game. And I had the hardest time trying to track it down because like nobody was selling it. They're demoing the game, and it wasn't there. And I'm like, crap, you know. <laughs> now my kid wants this game, and I can't find it. So, but yeah, it's... So that was our, yeah, that was our Friday? Friday? No, Saturday. Oh, oh my yesterday. gosh, that was Saturday. It was yesterday, Saturday. Oh, God. Uh, see, our life is just too dramatic. We can't even, like, keep track of the days. And that's why I won't watch his, like, girly TV shows because it's just, like, they're trying to make everything dramatic, like 24. You remember 24? <laughs> everything was stressful. And it was just going on, and I just I couldn't stand that show. It just I, I was getting an ulcer. But I, I look for really boring TV shows that are nice and calm with structure. So what? I prefer. Oh yeah, I, I love like old lady grandma shows like Poirot from 1980s. That's that is so fun. I love Poirot. He's yeah. just so perfect, yeah. you know. And, so it's a great show. Yes. So show. that's my thing. You know, the, I was the, I was an old Murder She Wrote fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I had the so, DVD. And I like old classic <laughs> movies. It's, you know, I, I, I like how everything is just implied but never stated. And it was, yeah. When I was in France, I had three DVDs of, sh of TV shows. 
it was Murder, She Wrote, it was, uh, four, sorry, Battlestar Galactica, Magnum P.I., oh, and uh, Miami, Miami Vice. Done. <laughs> you just needed Airwolf in there. Oh, no, Airwolf. No, no I, I, with all the love, all the love and the nostalgia that I had for my childhood, that was a crap show. No, it wasn't. No, no, the music was it fantastic. The chocolate was, was the dream. But, and, and, it was not a crap And Carmichael was absolutely fantastic, but the rest was a crap. Like, <laughs> your heart raced when Airwolf came out, and you were like, man, no, that true, guy's going to with, with the little blowing yeah. noise, you know, the little shuffle, the hissing noise of the of the chopper getting out of the crater. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, that, was, that was good. That was good. See, I was thinking you would talk about something that I thought, which I think is extremely cool, is y'all playing D&D. Oh, oh yeah! I, I saw that picture. Actually, it was actually th- we, we ended one hour ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the reason why. Yeah. Um, so uh, fun- that's why we were like, we have ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I need to take a shower and I'm going to change my shirt. <laughs> so yeah, no, <laughs> Never, no. nothing happened. Uh, but anyway, the yeah, it was actually uh, the first game that we played with a a couple of guys uh, that Alicia knew from her job. Mm-hmm. And, Patience. and yeah, and the it, the guy is actually a local player uh, that goes to the same gaming shop that I go to, but we never realized that we saw each other before, so it was really funny. So basically, we started talking about doing a D and D because the guy played like thirty years ago, and wanted to get back into it, wanted to show that to his kids because he wanted something to play with his children. Yeah, and. Yeah. So they came and yeah, we were playing. I was uh, DMing um, one of the scenarios from the Tales of, from the Yawning Portal, mm. uh, which is an excellent add-on uh, book to D and D five, which is the best version of D and D ever. So oh so, no, yeah. no 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 wait a minute whoa, whoa, wait a minute <laughs> no you're no. right actually no I'm sorry I exaggerate the best one was the fourth but but. Uh, uh. Sad- Sadly, people never saw that as it was, but it was the best version ever. No, no, no. Gotta disagree with you. See, I'm an original, <laughs> you know, normal D and D. You know, the Thacko. You know, old advanced Dungeons and Dragons fourth edition. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. My my opinion even was here for a bit. I know. Oh, it's gonna drop all night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Crimson, 1919 in Congo. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> there's the dream, and then there's the reality, reality. of me, and the reality is really low. <laughs> so no, no don't, don't worry about that. But no, uh, my personal opinion is that the fourth edition was the best because it was the only one that was focusing on the thing that they should focus on, which were the rules for combat. Uh, the, uh, I'm not interested in a role-playing game that gives me uh, guidance on how to role-play. I am not interested in a role-playing game that gives me details that are so deep that I have to make a roll to know if I can jump uh, or or grab a door and open it with my right hand or my left hand. I, I <laughs> really I, that bothers me. I'm glad that some people enjoy that. Uh, I'm I'm completely okay with a both sides of a of an RPG, both narrativist or both uh, or. Uh, I would say um, what we call simulationist, uh, which is really the people that like the fight and the simulation of it. But no, I just want rules to fight, and then the rest I can role play it with my friends. I have no qualms about that. And so, yeah, three point five was never something that I enjoyed. I, I'm sorry, but I really, really don't understand how Pathfinder can be interesting. 
I, I really I don't I the book falls from my hand just reading it so I'm <laughs> I'm completely completely in uh, unable to to play these kind of games so D&D 5 is good because the rules are simple enough clear enough uh, and you can really do whatever you want it's a good it's a good toolbox and the books are really well done for you to guide an adventure and uh, create uh, combat situations uh, while letting you roleplay and the fourth edition was really the best for that sadly the the rhythm of releases was insane oh yeah and you couldn't buy all the books all the time i mean it's it was really really it was a plague so but yeah that's as far as D&D goes, my favorite is the fifth. And right after the four. And see, I, I grew up in old school where it was, you know, original D&D. And yeah, it was more of a number crunch thing at the beginning. Yeah. But since I've, of course, matured as an adult and matured, I found that I like games that are more about, yes, you can do pretty much whatever you want, but gives me a little bit... Uh, on uh things like the new fantasy flights um star wars their new oh. edition which mm -hmm. they've got which we are going to be doing a uh thing on genesis hey john <laughs> um uh, coming up which is their game system in any world um that we're, we're going to do a review of it so we can talk about it and everything because i like the way that they do it like you can succeed at something but still have a negative effect like any good Star yeah. Wars movie, hey, we opened up the trash compactor. Oh, that's cool, but it leads out to outer space. You know that type of thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, I, I there's always one game that I'll always talk about, and that'll be uh, Earth Dawn, which provides a very robust rule system, but also provides a very good RPG system in it of itself. Um, the one thing I like about it is. Uh, Earthdawn is uh, pretty much everybody's coming out of hiding into the world, and so everybody's learning about the world again, and it's a fantasy setting, and so one of the things that you do is while their players are playing, they keep track of everything they're doing on a piece of paper, um, doing a whole bunch of different stuff, uh, getting a bunch of different things going, and... Uh, so, say if they kill a monster, they write, you know, what the monster was like, how it fought, uh, cool things they found on the monster, like, hey, its pelt could be used for, you know, cloaks, and they write this down. If they if they write this story down in character, from that character's perspective, they get more. If they write it just down as, like, a, a, a list, they get less, but what they do is they adventure, and they go to the Dwarven City, and the Dwarven Library will pay them for information about the world uh -huh. so whenever you turn this list in and like when we played these guys kept a uh, audio recording and whoever was recording it got a little extra whoever wrote it down got a little extra xp because they were doing stuff outside of game but for every bit of money you found you got that in experience points and every bit of information you found out about the beasts you got money worth money's worth uh, so if they, and, and they tell you this in the book, when you look at it, you're like, oh, well, this eye can be used for, you know, rejuvenative properties or in this spell or whatever. And they go, it's worth this many legend points. And so they tell you how much stuff is worth so you can get it. So when you turn it in, it all comes back in, back together. And it's a really, really good story game, um, but with very robust rules. So you can do a yeah. lot of cool stuff. 
Uh, also, n- no healers. So it's kind of <laughs> uh, good. Kind of deadly, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite systems is the Call of Cthulhu. So. <laughs> oh, you may make a new character every 15 minutes? <laughs> yes. It actually, hap- it actually happened to me while playing the Masks of Nihilathotep. Uh, the first edition, actually, and yeah, I we played ten sessions with my friends and my roommates, and we I was killed eight times and got crazy too. So yeah, it, it was a good game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Erica, did you do anything fun this week? I was at work all week. Fun doesn't exist in my world. <laughs> <laughs> so you count fun being I took a security hard tag pin and shoved it underneath my fingernail while trying to attach it to a sweater today. Fun. Then I had a blast. <laughs> so, so did you, you, did you find any deals though? No. Oh, that's depressing. That oh, was, no, no, no. That's a fun week. <laughs> you did too. You found some deals cause you messaged me about a sweater you like and another shirt you like. Those were like on sale though. Those normal price. That's not a deal. That's just, Paying for it like everyone else does. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's not a deal. That's just having to do what everyone else does. You have to understand, <laughs> it's like it's like a hunt, you know? It, and you stalk your prey, and you wait for that tag to go down low. And you, sometimes you even hide it. You, you hide the stuff. Yeah, yeah, you hide it. <laughs> you remember that cashmere hat that I wanted for you? And we were at TJ Maxx, and I hid it behind all the scarves. Yeah. And we came back, and I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I bought it for you. It's the best hat. It's like this really striped, beautiful cashmere hat, and he wears it all the time. <laughs> but yeah, you have to, it's, you know, you think that women just go out and they find stuff. No, it, they are stalking their prey. And they have a price in their head. And if that tag does not say the same price, it's in their head. They're like, you're robbing me. And it's serious. It, it's a thing. It is. It's absolutely a thing. <laughs> we don't pay retail. <laughs> that's what other people do. <laughs> I understand. That. Yes. That's like going out to dinner and spending 100 bucks on your food, and it was disgusting. You feel robbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's I would horrible. be pissed. And some people are like, that's so tacky that you come home and you tell everybody how much money it costs. But it's like showing your kill. I mean, you guys have these animals and you put their antlers up. This is this. I bought this thing and it was a hundred bucks. And guess how much I paid for it? <laughs> $20. And women will understand. I did get a pair of $20 shoes this week for 50 cents. So that's amazing. That is cool. I was able to pay for it out of, with the change in my wallet. So that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, horrible. <laughs> I get you. I worked retail. I I totally get it. Thank you. Yes. And it's, people are so mean in the changing rooms. Oh my god. People need therapy for working the changing rooms. It's it's it, it is a it's a curse. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So what did you do this week then? Since you were gallivanting about your special deals that you're trying to make. Who you? Me? Okay, I, I bought some pots that I'm still getting yelled at for. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a good deal on them? Yes, I did. Oh yeah, they were not as good deals, as it but... could have been. But honestly, finding ceramic pots at a cheap price, 
That's hard. That's hard. You'll find plastic ones, but there's a little secret. I hate plastic. I like really, really hate plastic. Like I will go out of my way to purchase things in glass because I hate plastic. So anyway, I, I feel much better buying ceramic than I do plastic. So, and I don't even wear plastic clothes. I can't stand polyester or anything like that. It's like, I feel claustrophobic in it and like my skin can't breathe. And it's it's just really weird. It's, it's not my thing. But anyway, so we were at Lowe's with my daughter and I walk in and I was honestly going for propane. I mean, it was propane and some cellular blinds. I just needed these cellular shades for one window in my house that I've been procrastinating for two years and <laughs> today was the day but damn it they were out like there was none and uh, I walk in and there's like clearance and there's four rows of clearance so then of course my daughter's like oh <laughs> why did I go with mom so I'm looking through all this stuff that I don't even know what half of it is I'm like oh look it's a fixture do I need a fixture and I have to mentally think do I need one Hmm. I need a faucet, but maybe in two years. And I was really good, and I didn't buy it. I would have to. I would it was have fifty rather, bucks. You, you know how much it, pictures cost nowadays? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They'll spend two, three hundred dollars for cheaper ones. And then there's those people that buy these really expensive ones for like eight hundred bucks. And I'm like, are you on crack? No, not anymore. That's the reason why they buy some faucets. Okay. No <laughs> It's a choice. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, I seriously had the cart full of outdoor cushions and all sorts of other stuff for Chase lounges I don't even own yet. And I put it all back. I I did appreciate the multi-armed daughter that you had posted today. Oh, yeah. That that, that was from last night. Was it last night? (laughs) That was my... Greg was rewarding me for being a good girl at the demo day, and I got to go to the grocery store. <laughs> I, I like to go to the grocery store. It's the fancy grocery store. So I only had 15 minutes, so he timed it really good because, you know, he took that wrong turn on purpose, probably just to give me less time so that, you know, his wallet wasn't aching so much. No, I was just tired. I, I have some serious allergies right now, so uh, I'm on Benadryl. So I spent half of the day drowsy and the other half sneezing. So. It's fantastic. Yeah. Love, love my life. So I'm like focused. It's like mission. I have got 15 minutes yeah. to scour this entire store for stuff on sale. And I did. Oh, yeah. Yes. But at one point, I hear, Mom, 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 and Alicia, Mom, Alicia, come here, come here. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm focused. I've got my hunting gear on. I've got my eyes peeled. And I cannot be distracted. And I look down the aisle, and I see the many arms of Vishnu. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk back because I'm getting my purse to get my phone because I don't have it on me. I'm, I'm hunting, you know. Who carries their phone when they're hunting? So I come back, and they're like, oh, that would have been a good picture. And I'm like, I was just getting my phone. So they all posed again, and then I took a picture. They haven't even seen it yet. They were going to be really excited because they were like, did our head show? I hope our heads didn't show. <laughs> so, but yeah, they were, they were super cute. So we, they were rewarded. We found gluten-free mochi, 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 something, whatever, ice cream in a bun. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. 
So we eat we eat that way that on the way home. So 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 what's the deal with you always bringing you know cheesecake and dessert to conventions? I have issues. So it's, <laughs> so it started to I, be honest. I can't stand to be hungry. I I physically cannot stand to be hungry. When I was growing up. It's not like a sob story or anything, and I'm sure if my mom hears this podcast, I'm going to get it. But eh. So the fridge was not always full. So sometimes it was very interesting what I had to have for dinner. So, you know, I, I cannot stand eating Kraft macaroni and cheese, which I didn't get the Kraft. I, I got the generic Kraft macaroni and cheese, which actually tastes different. So um, I like food a lot you know whenever I would go out with friends to some place to eat their parents would take us out I was a like a cow and I was in my heyday I was shoving that stuff down because this is fantastic so I have like two freezers that are completely filled with frozen food and, and like when we say completely we're talking about the the uh, chest doesn't freezers, shut the big size I, that cannot shut anymore i have to put some weight on the door so that it actually presses <laughs> on, the, on the food i it's, have it's two scary. pantries that are completely loaded with food i'm trying to whittle it down to one so that one of the pantries can be built into a wine cellar right now it's a critical fail yeah <laughs> so now i have wine that's like piling up in my dining room in crates and boxes because it's on sale and so we stockpile it for parties and so like you know when we do a show i end up bringing a case of wine with me we don't always drink it but i brought it so i, I just i feel much better if i have it with me than you know i don't because if anyone knows um greg and i are pretty busy on the booth and normally we can't leave so we're pretty much chained there unless oh, we yeah. have to go take a potty break so we now have a cooler and we have an espresso on the booth and we can make tea and all sorts of stuff. And so just kind of making it more like home. But yeah, I, you know, with food allergies now, it's, I can't just go get cheesecake somewhere. I'm probably going to die if I eat it. So it's, it's just easier for me to pack something I can eat. And, you know, it has to be cheesecake. Isn't that like a boring answer? That sounds really boring. <laughs> I just noticed that, you know, like, all right, guys, we're headed over to, and I brought the cheesecake. And so you got to get the cheesecake. <laughs> yes. It started, honestly, when I um, when I arrived in the U.S., I organized a tournament uh, for War Machine. And uh, the, the way we organize tournaments in France is really different from the U.S. Uh, food is part of the tournament. Uh, we organize tournaments on two days because we don't work on Saturday and Sunday most of the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can organize really long tournaments with a lot of games over two days. So people come and you basically, in the price of the tournament, the, the participation for it, you will pay for food for lunch, for example, and sometimes for breakfast. Uh, so we always have this tradition of serving food to, as a break between games to you know, chill and take the time to talk to people and this kind of thing. So we organized a war machine tournament like that. And Alicia cooked for uh, 25 players, uh, 20, 26, actually. Basically but, Thanksgiving. Uh, it's not exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was, really a, I mean, it was really a meal uh, with turkey, ham, uh, vegetables. Uh, we had asparagus, uh, uh, you know, these kind of things. And 
people really enjoyed it. And there was a cheesecake. One. That, that I was, only made one that cheesecake. Was a massive, I thought it honestly, was enough. It, it was, was a massive it was cheesecake. Tall. It, was an, it was an eight pounder. Yeah. I mean, that and, sucker was big. And two of the players basically... Cut wedges like that. Yes. <laughs> I, I wanted to throw up when I saw the, the portion control. There, was, was, there like, was a fight about the cheesecake. So it became a game about the cheesecake also. Yeah. And they ate it all. I mean, it's not like they cut the wedge and didn't finish it. They oh, no, no, ate no. the whole. The I, whole thing was like done in five seconds. I would have died. So, and then we now we're doing it also for dust. Uh, we organize once a year uh, the dusty dinner, uh, which is something that we organize in October. And the same thing, we have a lot of players coming, and we just organize that at the pool house that is next to our next to our house, basically. And uh, we serve food during the whole day. And at the end, there's a dinner at the end of the of the day, so and uh, it's a full, full cooked dinner by Alicia. So this year we have forty people, so it's gonna be fun. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. cheesecake, cheesecake became the game. So. Right. Um, it is now pretty much almost seven o'clock, guys. We're gonna go and shut it down, bring it back up. This will be your time to go get more drinks. Uh, guys, and get more liquor. Go potty real quick. Uh, we're going to shut it down. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in about two minutes. 